0: And I'll move my mic away. I can already tell it's a little hot. All right, and three, two, one. And three, two, one. Man, on that first one, either you were really late or that was some good Bluetooth like delay there, Nick. But oh, that's all right.
1: Always, always believe in the Bluetooth delay. Whatever you think you're hearing, and you're it's all two seconds uh, earlier. Okay, perfect. Yeah, you're just way way
0: more on the ball than I actually think you are, Nick. We're flying without. Uh, what? Well, what's the? We're we're jumping. We have no. We have no backup parachute. Uh, There's no parachute. Just, no no parachute. <laughs> whoa whoa no parachute. That's a, not a lot different yeah. than backup parachute. Uh, you could have told no, me. We're, we're, we're skydiving so without a parachute. You did, a you did not hit record then? <laughs>
1: I did hit record. I did hit record. Well, just, you said we're, we're
0: skydiving without a parachute. And Nick, I'll tell you, uh, I mean, if you jump out of an airplane. I could go wrong. <laughs> we I have, do not understand don't have, what could
1: possibly go wrong.
0: We don't have Craig. He's not here to help us.
1: He normally is here to Craig. help us now.
0: And kid. yeah, so we had some internet uh, fun. And by uh, we, I, I shouldn't use the, the royal we, I should use mm-hmm. me. Me had internet problems. And so we are talking on, what is this called? F- a telephone. The, the telephone. telephone? I, yeah, I, call, yeah. so, I call, so like, called you? In the
1: 90s, right, you would like sit <laughs> on your bed and do this. You'd like call people, Right. But you you would know the se- the sequence of numbers that were required to reach these people, which is an experience I don't know anything about. Oh so. my gosh, Nick! Do you know how? Okay, I'll, like like straight
0: up, straight up and down, right here, and then yes. we'll do the show. How many phone numbers do you
1: have memorized? I do think we've talked about this, so I feel bad, but I Frick. I've got <laughs> I've got three, including my own. <laughs> I, I, wait I, I agree it counts your own counts it does. good it job totally counts so i have uh my wife's and i have my mom's but my mom's i only have memorized because it's the same number that it's been since like 2005 since like you needed to know like your mother's telephone number you're like it's 14 true. it's true but, but it's it's in the brain still i actually do think that i have my um, my best friend in elementary school's number uh still memorized i don't think his family still lives in that house But I just want you to know that I could reach that house if I needed to. You could reach them,
0: and they could look them up, and then they could get you to the right place. So
1: I don't don't think they could look them up.
0: You know, (laughs) okay. Well, I'm trying to be generous. I have uh, me, which, as we agree, counts as one. I have my wife. I'm very proud. Um, I have my mom and my dad and my childhood home phone number, which still is a thing. I mean, I feel like I can access the world regardless of what decade I'm in, as long as it's in a decade that there's phones and Wait, do, so,
1: do you, do you want to know why I'm impressed that you know your childhood phone, uh, home phone number? Because I don't uh, have yes. a home phone number anymore. <laughs> oh, no I mean, home Nick, so. I can't tell
0: you how many forms I've filled out where it's like, what's your home phone number? What's your cell phone Man. number? I'm like, do you want me to put them Here. both? Because they're the same thing. Yeah, they've been the same thing since the last. Put it twice. It's fine. I'll just put. It's fine. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) All right. Let's do this. To the year we started a podcast. It's a podcast born Phoenix, like from the acid, yeah, ashes, acid, the acid <laughs> from the ashes and slime of last year's podcast. I am your co-host Jeff, and I am Nick or whatever. And this is our podcast where a couple of friends calling each other on their regular old phones, half a continent apart, that would like to come together and talk about some of the things that are fun and interesting. To us, Nick. Holy jamole, Have we talked some things to into existence of
1: here late? Uh, really? Well, I mean, I know there's if, a follow up here, and I see what is uh, what uh, I see broadly what it's about. Tell me what what we're following okay, well, up
0: on here. Whoa, well, the first one, Nick. You you broke the news. We we talked about NFTs and uh-huh. how it's a little weird and how. Like you kind of do the thing where everybody just does like they just like buy their own thing and then they sell it for way more than it's actually worth and and then we then we posted that episode and then like seconds later a day later what happened Nick?
1: The <laughs> uh, Aaron Fox uh, just dipped out. It's <laughs> just closed down his <laughs> NFT. <laughs> um i didn't even read the details of it i i like wait was this actually it was after the last time we recorded i actually don't think i messaged it to you because i i thought that you already knew when i read it oh yeah dear no but
0: it might have been before no i had no idea that 'er they had done that
1: yeah, De'Aaron Fox <laughs> dipped out on his NFT <laughs> after raising over a million dollars for it, right?
0: Yeah, it was like $1.6 million. Uh, and I would say that is about as legitimate as my our claim to be people that break news and influence the world um, is about as valuable as um, <laughs> the amount that that NFT was
1: worth. NFT, like, it wasn't clearly. just
0: one, multiple ones, but
1: yeah. I am very clearly a prophet. You are all welcome for my uh, my financial advice in here. And also, nothing I say is ever financial advice, and you should never listen to anything I say.
0: <laughs>
1: yes, I, I
0: agree. Even as a person who literally works in the industry of financial stuff, uh, <laughs> please... Please trust me. I mean, Nick knows me. I can the the. I might talk a good game, but the bar is only so high. Uh, so <laughs> right, right. please, please know who you're
1: listening to. <laughs> full amateur, full amateur in house.
0: Yeah, even though I've done it for a decade, please no. It's only so good, Nick. Uh, the other thing. That we have spoken into existence. Yes. Remember when we talked about a particular explorer, Ernest Shackleton, from like 107 or 8 years ago or whatever? I do. Ernest Shackleton was a very amazing story. Amazing story. Uh, they got they got stuck in the ice, abandoned ship, uh, many, 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 many months of very cold and very bad, but everybody and lived. And nobody died. Yeah. yeah every, somehow everybody lived. Nick, I kid you not, earlier today, what was announced was after 107 years, and after us (laughs) releasing a podcast episode, they found the original ship. What?
1: That's crazy.
0: Like, literally, can you, like, what are the chances? Like, what are the
1: odds? That is so cool. I have, uh, I mean, the odds, the odds are astronomical is the answer, (laughs) but that's so cool. That is insane. Yeah, and I guess it's a pretty good condition. I mean, I don't really have a whole
0: lot to say here. Um uh, it's fairly new and I was reading up on it a little bit. It's it's neat and cool. Um and has taken quite a while to find. I mean, it's been 107 years. Um I just thought like i i've like vaguely known of the story i read up on it before the episode uh, again we're talking about something over a hundred years ago right. and, and what of the yeah it's like i just i just studied up on something and then <laughs> just flipping we yeah well,
1: okay well now we find the ship like, like what in the world that's crazy this is totally small world uh that is super awesome Uh, So, uh, like, I'm impressed that it had held up at all. I mean, it's been in the South Pole, right? I mean, yeah, I I mean, yeah,
0: ice and stuff that that'll do a good job. So, I mean, kept. I mean, uh, despite all like all the things, I mean, at the end of the day, ships are well built and uh, stick together, even if they get a little crushed by ice. So,
1: yes, I don't know. Too cool. Um, One day we're gonna have to go to it. we're gonna have to go to an exhibit of it. We're gonna have to go see it in person. It'll be cool. That's
0: fair. I'm down. I mean, honestly, if they pull that thing out of the ocean, uh, I I will. I feel like being the people that spoke it into existence. I feel like we owe it to the world to at least make actually. It the, I think the they owe it to us to at least let us have the ship. I think. Oh, you know what? I hadn't really thought. Yeah, because like if we hadn't done it, then yeah, no, they wouldn't have exactly. Had... Yeah, no, I. I feel like that's, uh, merit, uh, what's the, what's the thing where it's like in the seas and like all, maritime the, all the laws? Law. It's maritime, maritime law. law yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, maritime law. I, I, as like, a, uh, as a article, article 14, uh, verse four. <laughs> Is that how they are? <laughs> They're verses. Is that how Maybe. law works
1: in maritime law? Uh, I feel like, you know, as, as a maritime lawyer, I can either confirm or deny this, but, uh, I, it's quite but I can't confirm oxymoron. that it's our it's now our boat. I, that's what I can confirm. All right. Well, we
0: talked into existence the first time. Now we can talk into our ownership this time. I feel like that's only fair.
1: Oh man, uh, what,
0: what else is going on in your world, Nick?
1: Um. Okay. So I have two little things that I wanted to to, to talk with you about. I actually have a, uh, or I actually was going to like research something big for today, but you know, you said you had stuff, and so I was like, I would rather just talk to you about two fun things. And Jeff. All right. Fun thing number one is that have you seen? the ads for winning time on hbo um no i have not seen the
0: ads for winning time on hbo
1: okay so uh hbo is doing a uh a series on the 80s lakers uh and they just dropped the first episode this last week um oh, snap. Maybe yeah i
0: have heard that this is a thing that exists did
1: you tell me that this is a thing that exists i don't believe so i don't believe okay. i have so, it's called Winning Time, The Rise of the Lakers Dynasty, I believe is the full name. I know it's called Winning Time something like that. Hold on, let me make sure that I get the, the name properly at least. Uh, yeah, The Rise of the Lakers Dynasty. Um, so, it's a miniseries about the uh, the Showtime Lakers, the 80s Lakers, um, and it is loosely based off of a book that was about the same time period. Um, it's kind of the, the early days of that Lakers Dynasty are a very uh, like transformative time for the NBA and for the Lakers in general. Um, they got a new owner. In the early '80s, who they ha- who was the owner for like th- over 30 years, um, and his uh, his children are still the owners today. Uh, he's the late Dr. Bus. Uh, they drafted Magic Johnson. Probably heard of him once or twice. They had Kareem uh, Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, had Kareem Abdul-Jabbar at the end of his uh, at the end of his prime and into the later stages of his career. Also, probably heard of him once or twice. Even like yeah, the, once the, or twice. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah, yeah. And the NBA was kind of going through this tumultuous period of time for people who don't like care about basketball or whatever in that uh they had very low ratings in the 70s and, and the game was kind of not considered to be a very profitable or exciting game there were games or nba final games that were literally not broadcasted uh they were like on tape delay so they would only play at night as a recorded version and they, you wouldn't even get the full game wait really oh yeah. my gosh yeah I know, I know, because huh. it was just so, unpo- like, unpopular relative to football and baseball. And uh, so the end of the, the 70s, they, there was another uh, professional basketball league in the in the 70s called the uh, ABA, the American Basketball Association. And in the in the late 70s, the ABA merged with the NBA, and the NBA was try- basically trying to get itself back on track and trying to get, like, a bigger uh, market share and get people excited about it. And, I mean, you can't, like, draw a direct line to, like, what did it. But there's a really good argument to be made that it was kind of Magic, Larry, and then later Michael Jordan. Like it all came in in this four year period. Magic and Larry, came, Larry Bird came in at the same time. And uh, yeah. Yeah. So just. It's just an interesting time in the Lakers. Um, their coach at the time was Jerry West. They've got Jerry West affected in it, and the series is not going to be a very serious one. I can already tell. It's starring John C. Riley.
0: <laughs> I do. Yeah, I am looking at the cast. I'll also say the guy who plays Larry Bird looks a little bit like a weird Mark Zuckerberg-ish type of guy, and I don't know how I feel about that. I, I don't feel like that's a very though.
1: good depiction. Um, so the <laughs> you, he's not really featured in the first episode. But he, it's he's a pretty visually good look for him, and they already are making jokes about him and stuff. It's great. I love it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> good. Um, so I guess people are a little upset because it's kind of – it's definitely dramatizing some of this stuff. And so it's made some people look badly, I guess, relative to uh, – like Jerry West – is depicted kind of more aggressively uh, than he is in in real life. In real life, uh, Jerry West is a very, very beloved figure in the NBA. Um, He is a very depressed person. Uh, He's like one of the first guys to kind of talk about uh, mental health and depression and stuff as uh, a former athlete. And uh, so, you know, like it's kind of a tortured soul is the impression I always got. And that (laughs) wasn't the, the depiction of him. He kind of played him more like curmudgeonly and angry in the first episode, but... Uh, the first, but you know, I, I assumed that they were going to take artistic liberties with it. I assume that they're going to play it up. It is also an HBO show. It has nudity like right out the gate. <laughs> so, you know, d- uh, as, don't watch it. As, yeah. So it goes. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's so far, the first episode was really fun. And I, uh, it's, you know, probably not going to be a crazy documentary that really gives you the, the nitty gritty. But it'll be a fun, What's... I think it's going to be a fun t- depiction of, uh, of a cool time do you know
0: what the like uh like expected timeline is that it's going to cover like does it go into the early 90s with the hiv stuff or
1: is this like truly like more of the like i think so okay without without trying to spoil anything it opens on magic in a uh in a in a doctor's office so i assume gotcha okay
0: yeah, and the because well, anyways, what I was going with, uh, where where I was going with that was I, I obviously know all of that was a thing that happened, but that mm-hmm. was all before my time, and right, I I haven't like really like absorbed what that would have been like, and and like I'm sure there's plenty of documentaries that I could go out and watch right now, I just haven't, uh, and and so the. The idea of like watching something set in that time and like kind of going through that part of NBA history would be, I think, really appealing. And I, yeah. I think your your point about that being kind of the like maybe birth is not the right word, but like the revitalization or the bringing into like the limelight or whatever, like th- that era is before that. I mean, I know some names, but like, I don't know anything about like like. It just as the casual NBA fan. If yeah. you go before nineteen eighty, it's basically nothing. <laughs> and R- but uh, I'll I, be I feel honest. very attached to like the early days of like the nineteen eighties into the early nineties. Like that's, that's that fair. to me feels like that's the the era before the era that I actually know a little bit about. Like that I actually watched some games of. Right. Like, I Watch some
1: Michael Jordan games and such. Uh, so. Yeah, that was like it, the pre- exactly right. Jeff like, era, but like past that, I don't even know. That that makes perfect sense. I mean, like it, it, like you know, I I'm with you. I'm just old enough to remember watching a couple of Jordan games and uh, seeing Carl Malone and th- stuff in person. And those guys got drafted in this time period, right? Like, so there they, are right. still players yeah. from that time period, right? Um, I think you're you're totally on point there. And also, like, uh, dude, if, you, if you're uh, one, also, I I think you're not alone. Uh, I I uh, my. Uh, obsessive knowledge of the NBA, like the things that I do know a lot about, with it mostly just like you know random facts. I say no obsessive knowledge. Like I'm like an, like a, a source of uh, in, in all fairness,
0: like you do know more about the NBA than anybody. I know I've ever trivia. Read my entire you know life. what I mean? <laughs> yes,
1: but most of it goes back to the '80s and not before, because like before the '80s, the yeah. game, like the the it's just you know like it's like it feels like a different world, uh, and also. Dude, if you're going to revisit that kind of stuff, I, sports is fun. It's supposed to be fun. It's, I think it's cool to be able to, like, watch a fun show about it instead of, like... You know, reading is... You can read really good sports books, so that's not, you know, fair. But reading a book or yeah. watching, like, a serious documentary on, on sports, eh, it's kind of not the vibe I want when it's the sports. This is this is already fun. This is already very fun.
0: Okay. All right. Well, I will definitely check that out. I... Yeah, that... that I mean... I it wasn't where I, what I was expecting to get from today's podcast Nick uh but I I'm happy for it like I I am yeah. ha- like I, this that seems right up my alley as far as like a sort of thing that I I could get uh drawn into and uh yeah no, totally i'll definitely have to
1: check it out hey the other thing before i let you dive in on your stuff because you have actual topics with and i appreciate you with that i'm going to keep That's this only, one brief only,
0: only, uh, nick i'll just I'll, I'll interrupt you nick only so good <laughs> like don't <laughs> don't worry I, i'm not going to blow your mind today i'm not going to blow our listeners minds today but it's it kind of fair. interesting. but
1: yeah um uh, the other thing i will uh i'll say is that uh we have uh downhill world cup coming back uh there's already been some national races and i am so excited i don't want to like belabor the mountain bike thing cuz i do i say that i'm not going to do it every time and I, then i overdo it and that's okay but march 26th <laughs> we got freaking uh the first downhill uh, world cup race uh and i am lords france for the first one um they, and, they we'll, and we'll
0: meet up for that one right like like the day before yeah, like and then we'll go go give yeah, it a watch
1: yeah dude if you it, actually i would i would watch it online with you if you want uh I it's mean, gonna be on red bull tv here's, uh, here's how
0: you make here's how this goes and i feel like maybe you've learned this or maybe you've not but here's how it works you yeah. text me right before and then i get on
1: <laughs> because <laughs> you, you try to make me you
0: try to tell me now or you try like make me remember like it ain't gonna happen
1: that but, is like, very, very you, fair. You
0: shoot me the text when you're watching. And then if I'm around, I'll watch.
1: That is very, very fair. But yeah, March 26th, uh, it, March 26th. And, uh, Oh, March 27th is downhill world cup. March 26th is, uh, cross country world cup. They always do locations together and everything. Uh, so if you're the kind of person who want to watch yeah. that one, then, then yeah, uh, I've never actually watched a cross country race, but highlights actually kind of seem like they can get kind of intense. Um, yeah, I am super. Do stoked. they? Oh, Go ahead.
0: I, uh,
1: no, did, no. Do Do they have? Is there ever any athletes that like cross over between the two? Uh, I think so, but not not like seriously. Um, here okay. before, let me do one thing here. One sec. Before, you're gonna have to edit this out, my friend.
0: Editing. Yeah. Some typing noise. It's it's fine.
1: To answer that question, uh, the guy who won the downhill world cup this is what I was pretty sure about, but I didn't have it exact the exact detail of it. The guy who won the downhill world cup this last year, uh, uh-huh. did podiumed in a cross-country race it's a cross-country eliminator i don't know what that format is it's each heat until you get a final race anyways he got it uh, this was during covid when not everybody was competing and it's weird and everything okay. like that so so it, he competed not,
0: in it but like not, right yeah didn't, yeah didn't like win both it didn't he's not you know winning the kentucky derby and the preakness and whatever else exactly
1: but i will say like Cross country athletes are I mean, cross-country athletes are the same as road bikers, right? Uh they're like they're a, a similar discipline with I'm sure similar level fitness. It's like Olympic athletes. These guys are incredible uh in terms of their fitness. I would not expect a downhill World Cup racer, I mean they, they are fit. Like some of the downhill World Cup guys, you can watch their some of their like there's um a uh downhill World Cup guy who's doing uh series of videos on his like workouts and stuff and you can see him when he's in the gym and you're like oh he looks like he could kick a lot of people's butts right now like he looks like he's (laughs) really like he looks fit you know you don't you may not think of it as uh you know extreme sport athletes don't necessarily have to have like that level of fitness it's like a three minute heat five minute heat but these guys are really fit uh yeah well i mean and if you look at any of like the competitive uh like long
0: distance biking type folks uh yeah, I mean, they uh, – you used the phrase uh, kick some butt or whatever. I mean, yep. yes, they they could do that well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> For sure. 100%. 100%. I, I'm
0: pretty sure I've – like some, there are some people's thighs that are like bigger around than my shoulders. Uh,
1: so, yeah, Jen and I, a scary, Jen and scary, Jen and scary I wa- bunch. <laughs> yeah, 100%. 100%. Jen and I watched some stuff on uh, – some stuff about the, uh, the women's uh, cross-country field last year – and, like, yeah, you're exactly right. These these girls look like they got, like, like they look like their, their legs are, uh, like, what you would expect, like, a uh, video game, like, a fighting video game girl's thighs yes. to look like, where it's, like, yeah, because she kicks people's heads off. Like, that's that's what she does. You know what I mean? <laughs> in <Right. laughs> Street Fighter or something. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. Except for it's real life and bikes. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> okay, now, so, Nick,
1: tell me that you're, we go. Tell me your thing. Yeah. So. We're
0: going to dive into a thing. Here in, in like, uh... Uh, we at After my little fun part, I am going to talk and like, explain a little bit about what it is. Um, but in my job today, or not today, but this week, I learned that a thing existed. Uh, I guess like real quick, like high level, I don't want to go into any details, but basically um, I, I find out about things like larger loans that we funded, especially on the commercial side and the thing that we have like uh, monthly And it was for a particular uh, industry that had a particular way of doing things that I did not know exist. And so, as a person who is generally curious about all of the things, I have read up on it quite a bit. Uh, There's some pros. There's some cons. But more than anything, I just thought it was interesting that there is literally like a multi-billion dollar industry that I did not even know was a thing that existed and it was just here under our noses the entire time
1: Interesting. Uh, and I
0: felt very, I felt very out of the loop. So Nick, I uh, are you familiar with the game 20 questions? I am. We're going to play the game 20 questions. 20 questions for our listeners is a game where you ask a yes or oh, no question. Man. And Nick is trying. All you got to do, Nick, and you know what? I'll be generous. If you get close enough to the industry that this is, I will give it to you. Uh, okay. So we're like we're not we're not going to belabor it here. You're not going to you're you're going to get it. Uh, okay, but I I want I want you to do this. And then I'll explain a little bit about the specific okay, yeah, industry. So I'm
1: trying to figure out what industry it is that you found out has a multi-billion dollar industry. Is that is that the Yeah, and we're 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 doing like a really big loan for one of the major players in it, and I was like, wow,
0: that's crazy. Uh and then I went and looked okay. it. up. So that's that's kind of the context. Okay.
1: Um is it sports related? It is not sports related. Is it gaming related? It is not gaming related. Uh is it
0: uh media related it's not media related um 17 to go buddy <laughs> i know man this, this no is the pressure uh is it uh i feel like you can cast wider nets i feel like you can cast like a 50 50 net here or something like that
1: okay um shoot. Uh, i mean what
0: why am i giving you advice on how to
1: guess i mean you, you do you nick i believe in you <laughs> uh is it entertainment related it's not is it uh crap dude i don't know um my brain's not good uh is it (laughs) event related does it have events (laughs) um no it doesn't have events uh jeff i i literally have no idea um okay
0: no no no. well all right let me i'll help i'll help okay I'll, i'll coach you on some good questions that i'm going to come up with by the time i finish this sentence um
1: okay. uh this is a long time. Here's
0: here I'll give you one question Nick. Okay. I'll give you a question that you should ask me. Ask me is it something that you use daily? Is it something you use daily? Ask <laughs> if you idiot. Ask if it's something that you use daily. Is it something like, I use daily? Yes, it's also something I use daily too in all fairness.
1: I just wanted to be mad about it because you said it's stupid. Okay. Well, that's that's, that's So it's something um, you
0: use daily? Um, now, Nick, I'll give you even another one for your seventh question. Is okay. it something that you, you Nicholas, use multiple
1: times per day? Ask me this. Is, is it something that I, Nicholas, use <laughs> multiple times <laughs> per day? I I'm do. Assuming yeah. I, I'm assuming, <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming, yes. <laughs> yes, you use it multiple times per day. Okay. Um, is it electronics related? No, that's eight. Um, what do I use multiple times a day? It's not an electronic. Jeff, you, yeah. know I, I, you know I'm addicted to electronics, right? You know I don't do anything that's not electronic.
0: Right? I promise you, you use this is multiple it times a day. toothbrush
1: related?
0: <laughs> 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 do you have an electronic toothbrush? No,
1: I do not. I do okay, not. well, I'm going to count kidding. this as a ninth question. Uh, oh, my no. God. I was kidding. You're a jerk. Um, no, nine. No, it's to be entertaining. Laugh. It's an audio medium. <laughs>
0: In all fairness, I have chosen probably I don't know. Maybe this is entertaining. I don't know. I'll I'll see him post how badly I feel for our <laughs> we'll listeners. Because it's yeah, gonna we're... have to it's gonna have to stay in because it's such a big part of what I've done here. Oh so my God. better for better or oh. worse. Okay, oh 11, 11 guesses left. It's not a toothbrush. No. <laughs> is it? <laughs> oh, actually you know what, Nick? To be clear, you didn't ask if it was toothbrush, you asked if it was toothbrush related.
1: So it's no, exactly it is not toothbrush not. related. Okay. Is that toothbrush related? Um, I will
0: hold on, hold on. I will say, Nick. Okay. It's like I, I'm, this is just between you and me. It's like one percent toothbrush related. It's a secret uh, though.
1: It's One like, percent. Secret, toothbrush- it's like one percent toothbrush related. Hmm. What's one percent toothbrush related? Is it tooth? I- is
0: it te- i mean nick it's not teeth related at all okay. <laughs> like well actually is it, gosh dang is it, it
1: hygiene related is it hygiene? It's, related? okay okay
0: is okay it- so it's three percent uh tooth related and zero percent hygiene related i think that's like i think you have like eight left is it, is it like is it is it cooking is it cooking Ooh. stuff Ooh. Ooh. It's uh, not cooking stuff, but you're... I mean, Nick, you're at least in the same same fridges? galaxy
1: here. Is it fridges? Is it what? Is it fridges? Or like refrigerators?
0: Refrigerators? No, yes. it's not refrigerators. Again, it's though, tough. Nick, at least you are in... Like, we're getting... We're, we're closer. We're, right. No, you I'll, already. You know, what, I'll, I'll. You know what, Nick? I won't count that against you because unless you're talking about some non-electronic refrigerators,
1: you've already eliminated refrigerators as an option. Okay, I, I was thinking like electronics, Jeff. But you're, you're, you're right. I get it. Everything <laughs> is electronics. Okay. Is it cooking related in general? You already asked that, and I said yes. It's kind of cooking related, but it's okay. not cooking.
0: Like it's um, not like a, a. It's not a nice oven. Company. um what do i use every day utensils uh no we are circling it now though so it's not like it's not like a nice oven company and it's not like the 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 world's best spork company
1: or whatever <laughs> yeah but some we fan- are i guess w- zip code, nick um
0: no 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 fancy chopsticks they don't light <laughs> no, up or no, i'm just,
1: tell- I'm just uh, you said you know what's the uh the world's best spork company i'm just telling you if these fancy chopsticks <laughs> if they made sporks you'd be all in um it's true jeff this is hard nick okay i i, you've I just you've asked me to use my I, brain I in a way that it, obvi- yeah what, i can't what, do it anymore i'm gonna give you a
0: good hint uh, this is a good solid hit and this okay. is your last hit okay. okay hit me what do toothbrushes your teeth refrigerators and sporks <laughs> all have in common <laughs> um... with things that matter
1: to all of them Refrigerators too. I mean, food.
0: Yeah, it's food. You dumb dumb. And well, what's I food made out of? Sometimes
1: your your butt. Uh, well, Okay. Food, well, okay. What's food made out of? Sometimes I don't know. Lots of stuff. Grains? yeah okay <laughs> well no we're not playing this anymore this is no, terrible right. I,
0: uh, yep. I feel so i'm so sorry i cannot i could not have possibly eliminated all that otherwise this would be like a three minute episode um but nick okay so agriculture specifically is the general thing i was going for or like just okay. farming or whatever Sure. But specifically, Nick, what I did not know was a thing that exists, and maybe I'm just ignorant, which, let's be honest, is a non-zero chance. Um, are you familiar with vertical farming?
1: No, no. Like I feel like I feel like I've heard. Like I feel like you're you're ringing alarm bells, but you're ringing alarm bells. And if someone said, "What's vertical farming, Nick?" I'd be like, uh yes."
0: Yes, vertical farming. I mean, you could probably guess what it is. Um, but I've made you guess enough, so I'm just going to like kind of explain and then explain I, a little bit of the history and then explain a little bit of so well, I, 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 want I to assume
1: guess. that I assume that it's it's uh farming like it like with a what's the word uh, with a virtual or virtual vertical um like vertical integration of farming.
0: Yeah, and, and like specifically it's indoors and Oh, okay. Bro- broadly speaking, without sunlight, um, and oh, interesting. yeah. Le- le- you know what? Let me let me kind of let me pop over to my other show notes here and talk a little bit about it.
1: I was thinking so, vertical inter- integration in like a business sense, not in a like a, a physical oh. sense. Oh no! I was like <laughs> what? I was like what does that look like? I don't like. I clearly can't think. i like clearly not cut out for business. I can't even think of what that would look like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah. No, it's the physical vertical. So, it is, like, picture you buy yourself, like, a 10-story warehouse or something like that. And it is to the ceiling with uh, with with farming stuff. We'll get into kind of, like, what the farming stuff is a little bit. I don't really... Like here's the thing, I'm not an expert on this, and I like haven't done enough to like really, really explain all the fine details. Okay. But really, I guess what it comes down to is um, the the idea is, especially in like really like as a society, like we have grown and food is going to continue to be a more challenging thing to provide as our society grows. And like in dense population areas, you really cannot grow food locally, especially not in the traditional sense where like you have a farm and like you do all the farming things and that like, we're, we're so compact, especially in big cities, that's just not plausible. And so what the idea is here is that you can, using, uh, like ultraviolet light, uh, like LEDs and such, um, some really well ran, really efficient, like, water systems, uh, and, like, some nutrients and fertilizers and such. The, you can do all of the things that you can farm indoors for many crops. Uh, especially vegetables they happen to go like they happen to do really well with this especially green vegetables uh, for whatever reason so okay um, like like your your salady type things and stuff like that they, so they do sense. really and really well
1: th- that makes sense and it also makes sense that like this seems like an important solution I feel like like having uh like your supply, Producible locally, even if like you're in a place that that's not like your environment not super conducive for that. That seems like the kind of thing we should have been able to do, and I can't believe I've never really thought about the fact that that's like kind of a limitation or not a, that's not necessarily a limitation. I don't really know how long people have been doing indoor farming, but that's that's interesting. I never I never considered that.
0: Yeah, and. It, it- I mean, people have done it like in the sense of like people have had greenhouses and stuff like that for a long time to like kind of mitigate some of the seasonal differences or be sure. able to do something in a climate that like otherwise wouldn't be able to do it. Um to do it at this scale, that's like much more technology driven. Uh the main con is price. Like it does have a high cost mostly around gotcha. the fact that like the, the sun is a very efficient way of uh, doing the, it, the energy part of it. Is it good? Not, not a big it cost. It's pretty good. That, um, okay. And, I think you work it. And so, and so like that's kind of been the thing is like powering the LEDs to provide the light needed for plants to grow is like it's expensive like from a carbon footprint standpoint and other things. Like it's not not super great in that sense. Right. However, and like if if I've ever heard of this, it would have been in the context of like this is an interesting idea but it's not super feasible. But it like those uh LEDs have gotten way more efficient and there's even now like people doing um like basically during the day piping in um uh sunlight through fiber optics to like lower the cost huh. during during the day for um, th- providing, like, light to plants and such. And it, it it's, like, it's a very, very interesting thing, especially when you consider, like, you can, like, what you had mentioned, like, you can do this in times that, like, you wouldn't be able to grow crops otherwise or in places that you wouldn't have been able to grow crops otherwise because it's completely a right. controlled environment. And right, that it, local I, ability to produce that is big.
1: That, that's what I was going to say. It's, like, I know that... um. I am sure that the transportation, uh, the energy for transportation would probably be is probably very efficient at this point. Uh, our supply chains for food are probably very efficient. But I was going to say at least some of that 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 uh you know your cost powering these uh could be offset by like shorter like transportation right like theoretically in the right circumstances at least right so, uh, the, yeah no I mean.
0: I think it's a big deal, yeah. I
1: mean, that's that's really cool. I mean, I I think that's kind of, like, important. I I feel like, uh, you know, um, Jeff, for your sake, I'm trying to phrase this in the most, like, non-remotely political way, but, like, (laughs) we we live in a time where we're in a very interconnected world, and we are kind of seeing that, like, our supply chains are not impervious, and like having extra resiliency, like regionally, seems seems like a really good and important kind of use of technology in our infrastructure. Oh, w- wow. Right? Yeah.
0: yeah. Are you saying that like maybe our uh, constant look, reliance Jeff, on <laughs> other <laughs> look, I'm trying to say this without being a oh, thing. Look, I, I but... looked over the void, and I'll walk back away. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it feels like oh, there's some man. areas. That are really vague and not at all related to anything that would upset anybody <sighs> in the whole world. That uh, we are no. over dependent on other places. Sometimes it's just in certain <laughs> circumstances.
0: And to clarify, I I'm laughing not because it's a laughing matter, but just because I can't do anything other than laugh.
1: It's a coping it, mechanism. It, it is 100%, very suck. And I I'm laughing and making it f- funny in my head because I don't know how to say this without hurting anyone's feelings or not hurting anyone's <laughs> feelings. Uh, Jeff, I, just I want think you to in know, this case you can hurt some feelings. I think
0: it's okay if we're if Jeff, we're going to hurt feelings, it's okay.
1: I just want you to know, Jeff, that like my my gas is literally six dollars a gallon right now. So like that's 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 where I where I'm
0: at. Like oh you, don't to, you
1: don't have to keep that in this at all if you don't want. And I'm sorry. God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. So it's
1: that's fine. where I'm at. i I don't think
0: anybody knows what we're talking about at this point. No idea. Nobody. Anyways, that was just a totally unrelated point. <laughs> Local, local <laughs> access to uh, required goods and services is nice to have. Um, exactly, exactly. Okay. Well, anyways, I don't know. It it's it is it regardless of current uh, ongoings uh, in the world, uh, it it still is a thing. Not just in the United States, but uh, like there's lots of places that are food deserts that this would be super beneficial for. 100%. And it wasn't like a super big viable option uh for a very long time and in many senses still is not but i will say in, in the reading that i've done both just as a hobby but also through work stuff like it is really quickly becoming one of those things where i do feel like it is going to become a really big source for certain types of produce it's it's not great for everything especially not at this point uh but i can see. The vast majority of like leafy green type stuff. Um, I mean, if you look at some of the numbers, just from a like a spatial uh, like like output per square foot, uh, yeah. you're talking something like 350 times or 300 times more than traditional farming. Uh, which, if you live in Kansas, that doesn't really mean a lot. We have you've been here, Nick. We have us lots of land. We got. All
1: all kinds of free, free land to grow things on. Uh, it, it really very, is where you. Oh, that, sorry, go ahead. sorry. Uh, uh, that that is a very interesting thing about America in general is that we have a ton of like. I, I I'm not super educated on this or anything with like farming stuff, but like we have tons of land in some parts of the country, and then like I'm sure that this is like an absolute godsend in California. You know what I mean? Because we oh, we have a large yeah. amounts of. Uh, farmland but we also have places where property values are through the freaking roof and the ability to like kind of be more efficient with, with with uh how we use that for farming would be like half has got to be the kind of thing that is wildly valuable to somebody right
0: yeah and, and maybe i'm wrong i actually think california is not too bad off because you guys are so adjacent to like a big chunk of just like beautiful wilderness type areas that
1: also has farmland i feel like
0: To to your east there, uh, yeah. No,
1: I I think you're right, but I think I I think it might be just like locational location. because like there's like even in towns that I've lived in, there have been like large uh, there's been like large amount of farming, and then in like people kind of don't realize how much of California is rural, but at the same time there's so many like suburban or uh, urban and suburban areas that are like just absolutely packed full of people. Um, but it, but yeah, you may be right it may, it may not be a cal like i say i brought, brought up of california because i'm from here but it may not be a california uh centric problem it might be more like you know other city locations and urban locations
0: um but nonetheless i i, I think more than anything it's like it was really interesting it kind of caught me off guard to hear that uh we were financing a uh, one of these facilities and I'll tell you off air kind of the details cause it's kind of fun. But, um, the, uh, the thing about, I'll just kind of run through some of the, the pros cause like we've already talked about the cons and like, it's not there yet, but a lot of big transformative, uh, big, you know, innovative technologies take a while before they actually are, you know, uh, like the, the cost, uh, justifies the, the benefit that you're getting. I think yeah. we're kind of, like we've turned the corner or are turning the corner on electronic, uh, like EVs, electronic vehicles, like the, they have, well, current pandemic induced supply chain issues and war, uh, induced supply chain issues with standing. Like we were, we were well on our way where that was, um, going to be like a big positive. Uh, and I think this is the sort of thing, like it might be less efficient overall now, but I think it's going to a place where it's going to be plenty, plenty good. Um, very but, cool. So, so here, here's some pros. So, um, unlike traditional farming, you can do reliable, like year-round um, crop production. Like you don't have to worry about uh, like rotating crops or seasons or stuff like that. Um, you don't have to worry about like flooding or hurricanes or you know all the different reasons that crops the basically all the crazy reasons why you have to have crop insurance, because like you can have a really inclement year and really affect the yield, the yields of your farm that year. Um, I already mentioned this, the space thing. I mean, as far as a per square foot, if you're talking about this in a a dense area, there's nothing more benefit than the value of a square foot. So like, that'll be a, a big benefit long term for some of these places. Um, you can use, uh, Approximately 90% less water, which um, I think it's something like three-quarters of water wow. uses is uh, agriculture. So a thing that can potentially put a 90% dent in that, that's the sort of thing where I, I, even though there's other parts of this that cost more, like that's a big plus. That's a real big plus. And if other parts of that could become more efficient or more self-sustainable, um, that's going to be a big win. 100%. Um, uh, there's no, like, you don't have to worry about like the, the pesticides and chemicals and stuff like that that you have to do to keep crops safe in just regular farming environments since you can control the environment themselves. Um, the uh, reduction of like what we've already talked about, the reduction of transport costs, which is an offset, to especially um, like the amount of like food waste that happens in transit is like un- un- like astronomical. And I've never and considered that. Able, that makes sense. Yeah, like, it's big. It's real big. Uh, so, like, there is that cost that's, like, kind of a hidden benefit uh, to, to the, something that's more
1: local. Let, uh, let me real quick find, interject with a very, very important comment. Okay. I have always wondered, though, in my entire life, how is it that they're t- transporting a whole bunch of tomatoes in the back of a truck and none of the tomatoes get squished? They probably do get squished. That, on, yeah, exactly. They they do. <laughs> that is 100% <laughs> the case. Yes. I had, I had it's... I have to break I have to interrupt your your like important list of benefits to a, a an interesting technology with my commentary on tomatoes and getting squished. Continue please. No, no, honestly,
0: but that's a really like I know that's kind of a silly thing to say. But we do lose something like a third uh, of our food that's produced to food waste, whether that I be uh, in transport or it doesn't sell at the at the grocery store, or it's just a, you know us not you know it goes to waste in our, our refrigerators or whatever. So I mean that's For a sure. that's a big amount. If we could put a dent in that, that's that's not nothing. For sure. Um, the the final thing is all of the things uh, that are kind of like just kind of baked into the DNA of these uh, vertical uh, like these big commercial vertical. Uh, facilities are are vertical farming uh, facilities are that the um the, they're all like built with automation in mind and okay. that that just is a sort of thing there's so much i mean lo- especially when you look long term there's so much less like manpower needed in order to like make this stuff happen if we could, it's just, it scales okay. so much better. That's awesome. And, and so like, as the technology for making these things become more efficient, um, you know, improves, then th- this is already built with automation at the forefront, uh, of just design and how it all works. And so it, it will scale really nicely as it be, cont- as it continues to improve. That so makes sense. I nice. just, anyways, long way to say, I think it's really interesting that such a, Interesting part of uh, something that we use on a day-to-day basis that involves our teeth, involves our
1: refrigerators,
0: involves <laughs> our toothbrushes. Uh, I just, et I really
1: dropped the ball. I apologize to all our listeners for that 20 question. <laughs> I, I, I just. I do I like that I'm it.
0: sandwiching I'm sandwiching this entire bit by that bit so that like now there's no way I can edit it out like and, it, and it also now, you,
1: you just brought the pain back canon. the pain of listening to me struggle back to our poor listeners <laughs> <laughs> just like, and,
0: to me, this, and to me as I edit this 100 now as
1: you say it 100 uh, you're welcome but now
0: this is interesting any any like. So, like, having heard all this, still, like, this is kind of, maybe you've heard it in passing here and there. Uh, so, but not No, a, not I'm, a... I'm
1: thinking that I just, I, I just assume that I've heard of it, like, like so you said that, and then I thought it, I went to, like, vertical integration and businesses, and I'm probably just overthinking <laughs> that as, like, a term that I hear, you know, or not, you know, you occasionally hear, like, of people talk about vertical versus horizontal yeah. integration and stuff, and so, like, I assume that my brain just went there and just filled in the blanks. of like, yeah, you could do that with farming, and then I was like, how, and then... You probably can, but my brain can't get there right now. <laughs> <So> that's probably <laughs> oh, all man. it was. Uh, um, yeah, I didn't go the typical business book
0: route of telling you about all the vertical integrations, just vertical farming course. and
1: such. So the the other thing I will say is that uh, what what you said about scaling makes a lot of sense too. I think that something that's scary with like the fact that we are trying to be more environmentally, environmentally conscious with all our like new endeavors is that. You know, a lot of the stuff that's probably gonna be environmentally efficient is stuff that is at scale, right? Like, so, like, I wonder how much like the the um the carbon footprint, and I and I don't say this to to dismiss any thought or uh concern about the carbon footprint of stuff because I care a lot about our environment. Uh, but you know, I wonder how much of the, the how much uh, of that like how much could you offset the um, environmental impact of transportation by having a very efficient, well uh, scaled up uh, network of food production in a local area, right? Like, because if you're if you're barely transporting at all and it's tons of food, then like you'd think that there would be some kind of offset, even though you're using power to, to just, yeah, so, you know, I
0: mean, I, and and you know what, like uh, I'll I would. This will this will be a fun thing for uneducated Jeff and uneducated Nick to talk about off air, like to postulate yes, all the crazy yes, things. That- but like the the problem is is like also at the same in the same sentence in ten years. Are all these things going to just be transported by EVs anyways? And so, like the carbon footprint True. of those is basically neutral. Um True.
1: Yeah,
0: Like, like the whole—it's it, complicated. Like, it's not easy. And, it, and I don't.
1: I'm. Specu- we're not going to solve I'm it on I'm the specu- podcast. Yes, problem. Right. One hundred percent. I'm just spit, not spitball. I'm just like you know, uh, letting my thoughts go here and following them yeah, like yeah, an yeah. idiot. Uh, stream of consciousness instead of uh, instead of obviously not trying to be prescriptive. But it's also hard because, like, you know, the the answer to that question, is it's a math question, right? It's not even a question about, like, oh, could you... I mean, I'm sure you could offset some amount, but, like, what's the... Like, the the answer is, like, there's a math question. There's a a mathematical answer in there, right? So it's not something that uh we would get to with just like theory crafting about it yeah i'll tell you what
0: people way smarter and wealthier than us will find out that answer and they will let us know over the next 10 years
1: 100
0: <laughs> it is one of those things that i really am curious like uh you know there's lots of lots of like little pockets of things that i think are interesting because i do feel like they're industries that are being disruptive or disrupted um mm-hmm. I, I think i think agriculture is going to be one of them. I don't know if that's necessarily in the next 10 years. I know like finance is. I mean, tech in general and like what, yeah. uh, like VR, AR type stuff is going to look like. And I mean, man, I had a little sub note on here just in case we were uh, like, ran out of things to talk about, like I have a whole other thing to talk about, but we can't get into that. It's going to take like way too long, but uh, yeah. like I, I have all kinds of like things that I just, man, it would be so cool to like know what the next 10 years is going to hold. Cause it's going to be, some of these things are going to be way different than what they
1: are today. And it's, it's hard to know oh, what, what those
0: actually are and what that's actually going to look like. But it's interesting to think about for sure.
1: It's, it's interesting. Cause like, if you look at the way that people talk about technology for 10 years away, when people are very confident, it's like, they've completely missed the mark on like, or, you know, when you look back on people talking about like the 2020s, right. Uh, They they've completely missed the mark on some ways, and they've completely uh, under they've completely overshot on some ways, and completely undershot in others. Right? Yes. It's it's always never like what your your sci fi book will tell you. It is never what uh, some random guy who claims to be the, the visionary who understands how the world's going to look, you know, uh, once upon a time, I think people were telling us that we weren't going to have computers anymore, that everything was, you're just gonna be able to do every, everything on your phone. And I don't think that's happening for a very long time. Uh, but you know, there's, but <laughs> yeah. there's ways that our phones are insanely capable at the same time, right? So like, you know, yeah. it's, 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 it's it, you're completely right. I'm excited to see wh- where that technology goes.
0: All right, Nick, um, let's wrap things up. Uh, so uh, we have a Patreon podcast. If you want to check that out, you can go to patreon.com forward slash type You can listen to uh, whatever we talk about on the weeks that we don't uh, release this show. Yeah, it's just a
1: little bit more it's a good off time. the cuff. Yeah, a little a more time. off the cuff. Because you know me, I take this uh, a little too seriously. I apologize to our listeners for being so formal. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, and,
0: and goodness knows... Like, if you need to know anything about NBA stuff,
1: like, regardless of what I come to the table with,
0: <laughs> we will end on NBA things. So, just know, like, that's what you're in for. Yep. You've been yep. warned.
1: Uh, you can also follow us at Tywasapp on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, or YouTube. Uh, and you can find all of that at com.
0: Nicholas, thank you for potting with me. Thank you for talking about farms and such. It's been a good time.
1: It has been. Jeff, thank you for potting with me, and you are welcome. This has been the year we started the podcast. Thank you all for listening.